Peckham World Weekly is brought to you by Open Mortgage, where better is possible. Be sure to click on their banner on this page or visit openmortgage.com forward slash join hyphen us. How falling home values reduce the consumer price index or inflation. We have our monthly segment of Reverse Market Insights Market Minute and five ways to generate income in retirement without going back to work. These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of September 26th. You're listening to Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for you, the reverse mortgage professional. This week, I came across a pair of interesting articles as it relates to housing prices and its impact on inflation. This first comes from Interest.co, New Zealand, and it says the current largest contributor to U.S. inflation is it about to reverse. It may in part due to the Federal Reserve's meeting Thursday of last week, where it is expected they'll increase the Federal Reserve funds rate by 0.75% or three quarters of 1%. And this tells us that the markets in the world are expecting that we're going to have higher interest rates. And that's all in the efforts to bring down inflation. And data reveals the rapidly tightening U.S. monetary policy over several months has already smashed the U.S. housing market. And I agree. But just how is inflation or the consumer price index calculated here in the U.S. and do falling home values really impact the CPI? To answer that question, we go to the Brookings Institution, which looks to the consumer price index's basket of goods. Now, if a housing unit is occupied by the owners, the Bureau of Labor Statistics computes what it would cost that owner to rent a similar home, and that's known as the owner's equivalent rent, or OER. And the cost of utilities paid by the homeowner is also measured separately in the CPI. But we're looking at a reduction in home values reduces the expected equivalent rent, which is part of the basket of goods. And since the BLS only observes rent for renter-occupied units, they impute the owner's equivalent rent for those who own their property. So as we see home values go down, so will be the consumer basket of goods in the CPI index or the owner's equivalent rent calculation. This, in effect, will help bring down the overall rate of inflation here in the U.S., at least when it comes to the CPI. And this week, we bring back John McHugh with Reverse Market Insight to give us the latest report when it comes to Hackam Originations. John, thank you so much for joining us. What do you have for us today? Thanks, Shannon. Just a quick reminder to all the listeners, the data we'll be referencing today comes from the most recent detailed HUD endorsement data, which is for July of 2022. This data incorporates all companies, whether they are approved with FHA for reverse mortgages or not. So we've been waiting for a couple of months now for the bottom to possibly fall out from beneath us as we continue to see heck and heck and refinances dwindle away. And it just hasn't really happened yet. Or has it? Well, July endorsements were significantly down by over 17%, with only 4,915 endorsements for July, which retail uh, was down 19% and wholesale was down almost 15%. So the question is, is this the beginning of a downturn? Well, I wouldn't go that far. In June and July, the industry was in pivot mode. Part of that pivoting was exploring proprietary options instead of the government-insured Heckam product. 
I also believe there would be a shift in the mindset of originators, and that takes a little time as well as they figured out how to sell this product at higher interest rates. In fact, without spoiling too much, we already know we rebounded in August. So which month is the outlier? July or August? We'll have to wait and see. As for the top 10 lenders, only one managed to gain in volume on the month, and that was Longbridge Financial, which was up over 30% to 632 loans. In addition, only two of the 10 regions were able to remain steady while the other eight all declined. Those two regions were the Southwest and New York, New Jersey. They both have had the same exact volumes for the past two months in a row now. As I mentioned earlier, we know we had a, a bounce in the positive direction in August, but we don't have much clarity around what drove that volume yet. So again, was July's decline or August's increase the outlier? Let's hope it was July, but only time will tell. Tune in next month for the full breakdown of what happened in August and where we possibly see things going as the end of the year continues to grow closer and closer. Thank you, John. Chances are most people's retirement plan did not account for this year's 8 to 9% inflation rate. And for those that have already streamlined their budget to the extreme, increasing your income is perhaps the next logical remedy to manage those higher prices and expenses. So says a recent column in journalstar.com entitled Five Ways to Generate Income in Retirement Without Going Back to Work. And here are the five ways one may potentially generate more income in retirement. First is dividend stocks. Now, those stocks pay you to own them, and the payments typically come quarterly, and you can earn annual yields of anywhere from 1.5% to 3%. Although it's a conservative strategy, it's one that nonetheless can help mitigate the impacts of inflation. Number two, treasury bonds and funds. As inflation rates go up, so do yields on U.S. treasury bonds. U.S. treasuries are debt instruments which are backed by the U.S. government's good faith and are considered safe as cash. Now, the simplest way one can purchase treasuries is to invest in an exchange-traded fund, or ETF, that holds treasuries of varying maturities. Then number three, CDs. No, not music. The certificate of deposit that usually has a one-year maturity and those right now, the one-year CDs are yielding 25 to 2.75%. That's amazing because they have been at a quarter percent. Now, a CD or a certificate of deposit is an account, and so it's insured by the FDIC up to $250,000. But if you get out of that CD early, you could actually have some penalties. But if you move it into a low-yield cash into a CD, you could quadruple your interest earnings over what you would have in a money market account. Number four, now this is listed as a potential source of income. Let me correct that. It is a source of loan proceeds. Income is how you actually increase your net worth. You're bringing in outside funds. But nevertheless, a reverse mortgage can help one convert a portion of their home's value into cash or available funds, which can be paid out in a number of ways. And you do not have to make any required principal and interest payments. And lastly is rental income. Many know about Airbnb and Vacation Rental by Owner or VRBO, where you can rent out a spare room to those who are maybe traveling through. And your rental income potential could be substantial depending on your location and the amenities and tourist attractions in your area. So there you have it. Five potential ways that one can help generate additional income, with the exception of the reverse, in retirement without having to go back to work. 
have just finished an episode of Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for you, the reverse mortgage professional. Apple users can subscribe and also listen on iTunes. If you're new to us, be sure to go to heckamworld.com, H-E-C-M world.com. There you can find our weekly video commentary, analysis, blog articles, and our monthly top 100 Heckam lenders report. Thanks again for joining us and be sure to return next week for more reverse mortgage news on the go.